0: I was thinking about what to share with you this week and, um, dawned on me that we, I I haven't really talked about motherhood a lot and just like, what in the world are we doing right now? Moms? Like, how are you? How's your brain? How's your heart? How's your sanity? I am realizing for the first time what it's like to have your son home from school all summer. I never really thought about that. And now I completely understand when my mom used to be like, it is time for you guys to go back to school. Owen starts kindergarten in September and man, oh man, am I ready? He just doesn't go away ever. He just misses his friends. And when his friends aren't around, I am all of his friends at the same time. Or Breezy's all of his friends at the same time. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I love my kid. Love having him home. Love that I get to be home with him most of the time. And he's driving me freaking nuts. I don't know. I just wanted to check in. I, you know, this is like one of those episodes where I wish that podcasts were two way so I could, you know, hear from people. Um, But how, how is parenting in a global pandemic going for you? Is it crazy? Is it scary? Is it sad? Is it, I don't know. What is it for you? I'll tell you for us what it's been like. And obviously my experience is my experience and it's unique to my family, but I don't know, maybe you share it. So I'll share it with you. So when this whole thing started, we were a little nervous, you know, I think there was a lot of unknowns. There was a lot of question marks. And the first thing we did, his Owens preschool that he was in, they said, you know, if you're, you know, we'd like to reserve space for the children of essential workers. And so his dad and I were like, oh, well, absolutely, of course. And so we pulled Owen out. We pulled him out in March and we kept him home and we did some homeschool stuff and it was fine. You know, we were really, we really kind of enjoyed it for a little while, I think, because we had been go, 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 go. I mean, Breeze and I had just gotten back from like three trips in like, six weeks. And I know you're like, Oh, poor you. But you know, I'm not like saying that to brag. I'm saying when you're gone from home a lot and all of those trips did not include Owen. So when you're, you know, and I had just gotten off of like a really big promotion with my business and I was coming down from that. And that was, you know, it was after the holidays and we traveled a lot. And so we just like weren't home. We weren't present very much. So when the whole thing happened, I was like, Oh yeah, two weeks of being disabled to stay home and do nothing. Heck yeah, two weeks is laughable now. But um, remember that two weeks to flatten the curve? Yeah, I it, we we really enjoyed it at first. Like we played a lot of games, we camped in the backyard, we went on walks, we went on hikes. We I mean we did a lot. We we went to Palm Springs and went to a condo we had in Palm Springs, and it was great. We had a great time. Um, and then couple months went by because two weeks turned into a month and then a month turned into two and three and four. And by about July, uh, Owen was starting to talk very seriously to his stuffed animals as if they were real people. And I know some of you are like, oh, my gosh, that's so good. He's using his imagination. Listen, my kids always had great imagination. Owen's imagination has always been top notch. That's never been a concern. This was more. This was like mental health issues in a way that I can't explain. And you can only really notice if it's your child. Um, But he was having a lot of behavioral issues and he was talking to his stuffed animals like they were real people. And I and his dad and even Breeze, like we all kind of just had this moment where we're like, he has to go back to school. You know, he has to. And so we started looking at, you know, data and CDC stuff and reading different things about how COVID was affecting kids and you know, it was risk assessment for us. We did risk assessment. And what we figured out was, you know, and what we felt was the right choice for our family was that Owen, as a perfectly healthy, at the time, four-year-old, was going to be virtually unaffected by this virus. Not to say he couldn't get it, not to say he couldn't get it sick, but, you know, the chances of him getting very sick, uh, he had a higher chance of getting in a car accident or, you know, the flu could make him just as sick. So we made the choice that it was the right thing for him to go back. So we sent him back to school. And the school he was at, amazing preschool, transitional kindergarten, TK, uh, never shut down. So he was in school every day. Well, he went to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But he was in school every day, you know, without masks on, just kind of having a normal experience. And when the whole pandemic hit, my... first thought was I'm not in this pandemic alone. So, and I am responsible for the mental state of my child through this. So as a parent, I need to make sure that my child feels normal, that my child does not feel anxiety or stress or fear around this. And it's my job to keep him happy and joyful and keep his mental health good as best I can, given everything. So I was very grateful that he was able to be in school, you know, and so that ha- that lasted through the summer. We took a few more trips, uh, you know, we went on camping trips and I did still travel for work a couple times, um, obviously not a lot, but Owen was living a normal life and that is what I wanted for him. You know, we, we, our family, we haven't been, for him especially, we haven't been like mask sticklers. You know, you you may have a different experience and, you know, that may not be your family's truth and that's fine. Um, That's what we did. Uh, We did not make him wear a mask most of the time, which, you know, he never really got that attached to it. And then, you know, and even though, even though we did not get alarmist with anything really... Um, I noticed he was starting to get very like nervous and had to wash his hands if he touched the ground or, you know, wouldn't get dirty. And I rolled around in dirt when I was a kid. Like I was the kid that like ate dirt and I was fine, you know, <laughs> like it's just, so I, want I wanted the same thing for Owen. I wanted him to, you know, be able to just not be afraid of getting dirty and you, you know, letting his immune system do the thing that it's supposed to do when he's young. So then in November, but, you know, so I, so I, but I was watching him like develop these weird isms that I saw as a red flag for his growth and his mental health. Um, And then he got COVID and we all got COVID in November. And, um, you know, for us, it was, it was nothing. We had, you know, body aches and headache and some chills, no fever, no cough. I lost my smell for a week. Our symptoms lasted about three days. Owen got it as well. And he had a rash. I gave him an oatmeal and lavender bath and then it was gone and it never came back and he never had a fever or any other symptoms. And then he was just bored for two weeks. And this is also unpopular opinion. I was kind of grateful that we all got it because it, was a, I, it, it showed Owen that he was okay. So then, a lot of those isms and those fears kind of went away after that, which I was like, okay, great. This is awesome. You know, he's good. We're good. We have antibodies. We're, it's great. It's great. Awesome. Everything's great. Um, you know, me, eternal optimist. So I was like, everything's fine. We all got it. We're good. Everything's great. And I don't think anybody expected it to last as long as it did. And I will always be proud, even when this is all said and done, I will always be proud of the fact that I fought to keep a very normal, Life for my son. Even when I was nervous or even when I did have like doubt, you know, I, he never felt that. And I'll be really, really proud of that because I know there are so many children who suffered. And I don't blame any parents for the way, you know, you, I think, I think everybody's in survival mode a little bit. And whatever you need to do as a mother or as a father to keep your family safe and healthy and happy and sane do that. I'm just sharing what my family did that worked for us and you know, I I want all of you mamas out there to know and dads if you're listening to this, I want you guys to know like we're doing the most. We're doing the best we can. We are doing as good as can be expected in unprecedented times. And I don't know about you, but I am so ready for precedented times. But before you say, I'm not a good mom or, oh, like I'm, just take a second and breathe. Take a second to just look at how far you've come and look at what you've done to provide a safe, joyful space for your children or child, you know? we give ourselves a lot of flack. We give ourselves a lot of shit and we shouldn't. We shouldn't because I do believe that every parent is doing their best right now. And I just wanted to check in and agree with you that it is wild out here. We are in Mad Max era and they're are no rules. And I think whatever you need to do to keep your family safe and happy is what you should do and not worry about what other people may feel about it because only you know your child, only you know your family and that's good enough. And as long as you can leave all of this going, we did the best we can with what we had. I think that's all that matters. It's not, parenting is not a one size fits all. Parenting is a gamut of tools Whichever ones you need to use when you need to use them, I think is great. I love you all so much. And we'll see you on Tuesday.